0: Welcome to Chucking a Siki. This week, I can't go to work because, look, I've, I found a really weird map, and rumor has it that this map leads to a paradise island type of thing. Anyway, I think I've got to go and try and find it and see if I can find this island beach paradise. I'm your host, Harry, and each episode, we invite a very special guest and go through their perfect day off. From the excuse they use to get off work, to the song that sets the tone for the day, their favourite meal, and of course, their adventurous afternoon. A real-life Ferris Bueller's day off. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up, from Aussie comedy superstars, to bands, playwrights, actors, and hell, maybe even Daffy. But this week, we have the amazing A.K.A. Louis. A.K.A. Louis is a New South Wales-based musician who makes what he calls... Up Shop Pop. Uh, He's been on the scene for quite a few years and absolutely killing it with his new tracks, but most excitingly, he has a new single out called Kick It, which dropped last week. You can check out Kick It wherever you get your music. Make sure to stream this new track, and we're pretty excited for some new music from AKA Louie next year as well. Uh, You can also follow AKA Louie on all of the socials at aka underscore louis for his upcoming gigs and announcements about his latest tracks as always make sure to rate review and subscribe to chucking a Sicky. it really means a lot to us but for now pull out that thermometer and get ready to call your boss because it's time for chucking a Sicky. <gasps> Chuck, aka louis thank you so much for coming on chucking a
1: Sicky. no problem nice thanks for having me harry
0: well, we're really excited because we're we're talking about your perfect day off. So in order to get into the right mindset, we have to go into the worst job you've ever had. So for you, what's the worst mm-hmm. job that you've ever had to do?
1: Uh, I'd probably say it was my, my uh, week stint at KFC when I was <laughs> 14.
0: Sorry, you only lasted a week. How does someone only last a week at KFC?
1: <laughs> well, it was kind of like, I think the pay was about $6.20 an hour and I remember that because my dad would say it time and again. He'd be like, $6.20 an hour. And um, I came home one night with a plastic bag full of fried chicken and um, Mm. dad just kind of, he he wasn't about that and, um, (laughs) you know, little bits of plastic kind of melting into the drumsticks and he was just like, he was like, "I, I don't think this is good
0: yeah i mean yeah. it kind of makes sense i don't think a plastic bucket of kfc is what every father dreams of their child growing up as their career aspirations
1: yes yeah
0: so so he was the one that got you to quit the job essentially
1: well he kind of said i'll pay you that same rate if you don't go to the job and i thought <laughs> well that sounds like a, that sounds like a pretty good deal
0: yeah i think that's probably the best deal you could have essentially getting paid not to do work it's uh <laughs> it's the dream <laughs> yeah. do you still go to kfc or after that incident it's been sworn off by you and your family never to be go- gone to again
1: <laughs> i can't say i've been to kfc for for quite some time i'm not sure if it was the trauma related to that job um before <laughs> i just i just grew out of it but yeah um it's not a regular of mine no that's for sure
0: yeah i'm just picturing as well if you had the plastic bag and you had a zinger meal i mean that would be even worse because that's chicken chili in plastic which I think is just like a recipe for cancer
1: <laughs> yeah yes for sure
0: <laughs> oh god okay so you lasted one whole week also I love the fact that when you're 14 $6.20 seems like an absolutely great pay uh, and as an adult like that's surely <laughs> got to be illegal <laughs> you know like how is that okay <laughs> So you did one week of KFC, um, but since that time, since your, your terrible job at KFC, you've been doing something a little bit different, uh, which is, of course, creating music. So AK Louis is a project you've been doing for uh, quite a few years now. I've seen it described as op shop pop. Uh, can you can you tell me what that what that means?
1: Yeah, that was a. I actually coined that term myself, and it was um, it came from a place where. You know, I was trying to create these um, kind of. I was I was inspired by a lot of big pop artists, but the ability to to recreate that level of, of production is, um, you know, they've got they've got the best producers in the world on their stuff. So it was kind of like this yeah, uh, yeah. this op shop version of, of. I was kind of using you know a lot of secondhand throw throw together equipment. Um, and still trying to craft, you know, this these these pop bangers, but um, it had a very, you know, kind of bedroom uh, lo-fi aesthetic to it.
0: Yeah, and I think in your music, it doesn't really come through that it that it's got that lo-fi op shop. It's not like a Vinnie's or a Salvos. <laughs> like it's at the very least like a very nice like Oxfam secondhand shop. You know, we're talking high quality vintage here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I had the thought the other day. I was like, where's the line between a, a vintage store and an op shop store you know they are um they are essentially the same yeah. Yeah. thing just maybe just maybe curated a little differently
0: yeah well one of them charges like 300 dollars <laughs> the other one is like five dollars <laughs> for a jacket so that's
1: right. you've got it that's there right. and,
0: and your music is is a mix of like indie disco funk electronic lo-fi pop um and you've been doing it for quite a while how did you decide that you wanted to get into music in the first place
1: well wow, that's a big question i guess um I've I've played guitar and and dabbled in music since I can remember and um my dad's a saxophone player and he was always playing music growing up um listening to a lot of music growing up I think it just I was I was in bands from from grade 7 and it was just always something that I was really drawn to and um yeah that kind of persisted right up until up until today obviously so um yeah Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what it was I guess I I kind of you know you follow the fun and and that's kind of what I found myself doing
0: yeah I mean I think it sounds like a whole life journey uh continuing mm. to do music and developing as you go. I think having a parent into music as well is is quite useful. Obviously, your dad, um, Bleeding Gums Murphy, uh, <laughs> would have been quite an inspiration for you <laughs> as a saxophonist. But um, obviously, it's been quite a few years uh, between, between songs and the new song coming out, Kick It!, which has just released on Friday... It's a it's a banger of a track I've listened to it on repeat since since i've since it came out um thankfully, I got a little bit early so i was i was able to hear it before you know the general public was able to can mm-hmm. you tell us a bit about this song and i guess coming back into the the music scene after a couple of years of um pretty trying times
1: yeah well um this track is kind of during during the last couple of years I was writing a lot of uh you know reflective and and melancholic music and i kind of just wanted to give myself, uh, a break basically and give myself (laughs) the freedom to just, just indulge in something fun and lighthearted and, um, quite nostalgic. And, and so I kind of, I almost set myself the task to write something of that nature. And, um, you know, it's, it's amazing how, yeah, when you kind of tune into that, that feeling and that vibe that, that, um, what can, yeah, what can come out, um, it was quite an outlier in comparison to the things I was making at the time. And I um, really enjoyed the experience of making it. It kind of led me down a direction that, that I wouldn't usually find myself, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's quite upbeat. I like, you've described it as, you know, when you just you know, you see someone from across a room and it's as though your life changes. Has that, has that happened in real life? Is that, is that what inspired you or is it more the idea behind it that was the, you know, prompting feature?
1: Yeah, well, it's it certainly has happened to me um, in the past, and I think it's kind of a feeling that a lot of people can relate to, where you have that kind of um, that kind of magic moment. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And is is a I know your Instagram has teased, uh, you know, a retro TV. Is there is there a music video coming out? Because I know that in the past you've been inspired by IGAs as a backdrop for for some <laughs> of your music videos. Is there a music video coming out in front of a Woolies or a Coles that we can expect in the future?
1: <laughs> I'm actually signed exclusively to IGA, so um, yeah, that's uh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's my only that's my only visual inspiration at this point.
0: Yeah, uh, that's fair. You wouldn't want to upset <laughs> IGA because otherwise, you know, they'll increase their increase their prices by twenty cents, and then the world's over. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. that's great. We're, we're super excited. Uh, if, if you haven't listened to Kick It, I'm telling you, listen to it. It's great. Streaming it at all the services. <gasps> We've got to go back to your perfect day off. Uh, so we're going to kick it off. Uh, to get out of work for the day, you have to have an excuse. So KFC, let's say that you haven't, you haven't quit. Your dad hasn't paid you the amount. You've got to give an excuse to get out of work for the day. What excuse would you use?
1: Wow yeah well, I think the the key with this is to kind of change it up um enough times, but I think what I find works well is when you kind of relate it to something that's happened recently and mm. yesterday i was uh I was jumping on the trampoline out the front yard and I fell <laughs> straight i fell As straight through it um it it gave way no, and uh no there's now a big hole in the center of the trampoline um and i was just i became one with the trampoline (laughs) and you know i i came out a little bit a little bit scratched up and a little bit worse for wear um so i feel like that's almost a that's almost not even an excuse i feel like that's a genuine (laughs) reason but um i feel like i would use that now going forward uh if i ever needed the day off i i fell through the trampoline
0: this is a great excuse. We have never had anyone falling through a trampoline before. I just—I have so many questions <laughs> about the trampoline in question. Was it an adult trampoline? Because mm. I, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm very jealous that you're jumping on trampolines, <laughs> but I haven't done it in years.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's an adult trampoline. I think it's—it's um, it's seen quite a lot of sun potentially over the last few years, and maybe not much use. Yeah. Okay. Um, and this is a—it is a, it is a new house that I'm staying at, so. It was kind of un—it was untrodden land, and I was—I was, you know, I was inspired to kind of tap back into um, that youthful excitement of, of jumping on the trampoline, and it was—it was very short-lived.
0: Are you telling me that the house came with a trampoline?
1: <laughs> yes, fully furnished, oh which apparently God. means trampoline included. <laughs> that, is,
0: yeah. that is the best deal I've ever heard. I've never heard of fully furnished. Don't worry, <laughs> it includes a trampoline. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, were you doing a semi-demi uh double backflip or just like a normal up and down?
1: <laughs> no comment on that question to be honest, but um it was it was nothing drastic. It was nothing drastic, that's for okay. sure. <laughs> Okay, so... A semi-demi. You sound like you know what you're talking about.
0: Look, i am be honest. My brother used to compete in state gymnastics, so I've I've had my fair share of okay. coming coming to gymnastic tournaments and not knowing what's going on. You have to make things up at that point because otherwise <laughs> it gets uh, quite boring. <laughs>
1: Amazing. That's great.
0: <gasps> okay, so look, you've gotten out of work for the day. Uh, you don't have to go to KFC because you've fallen through your trampoline. Um Now you've got to start off the day because it's not a big night. It's a big day. Barack performance says it best. What song would you use to pump you up for your perfect day?
1: Wow. I think at the moment, um, the song that's getting me in the vibe is, is dream weaver by Gary Wright. It kind of, uh, kind of gently eases you in to the morning, but it, it kind of picks up in the chorus with this really soft groove. And, um, it always has me in the vibes.
0: Yeah, that's great. So Gary writes, I know nothing about him. Tell me a bit about this artist.
1: Well, so it might be a bit of a a deep cut. I'm not sure. My mum actually introduced me to the song and uh, with the film clip at the same time. And yeah. and it's it hasn't uh, it hasn't gone a day without being played on my speaker actually. Yeah, usually a, a pump up vibe would be you know Kanye West is a is a straight up um, one that I know every time will will get me amped but this one has kind of been more leaning into a, a more kind of easeful less just kind of cruise into the day
0: that's great i love that mum's introduced it as well that's that's a wholesome approach to to ease into the mm. day are you a big gary rights fan or is it just just this <laughs> yeah. song
1: well it's just this song at the moment um i feel like this song will prompt yeah further further inquiry
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, Have you ever thought about trying to collaborate with Gary, or has he has he stopped performing music? I I know very little about this man.
1: I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. uh, I don't know much about him either. To be totally honest. Yeah. Um, You just listen to it on the. Hopefully, he's still out there and and kicking and doing the thing. but
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, it sounds like I'm picturing you listening to it the first time with your mum and sitting, and for some reason there's like an old school radio with an antenna coming out, and you're just listening to Dreamweaver. It, it sounds like <laughs> such like a beautiful awakening to a day that's not like kanye West, that's intense, but Dreamweaver just really sets the tone mm. of like you've had a perfect sleep, like you're so happy because you know the day is yours, and there's so much potential there
1: mm. yeah absolutely yeah it's 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 quite a euphoric uplifting it's a little bit smoochy it's um (laughs) yeah it's it it sets the tone for sure
0: yeah now do you want him playing to you live or would you prefer just to be on your speakers through the house because we can have gary there playing for you by your bedside as you wake up if that (laughs) if that is what you dream of
1: wow okay yeah well i wouldn't say no to that i wouldn't say (laughs) no to that the the film clip he's kind of performing uh performing the song and it's 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 got this kind of majestic eighties feeling to it,
0: yeah, I mean, I just feel like him by the bed sitting on a chair would be lovely, but I guess a bit of on that on that feel. Have you ever woken up with a strange man playing music next to you uh, while, while you've been sleeping? <laughs>
1: I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a time for me either. But but no, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, Yeah. me neither. I mean, I think it's an experience that you have to do once in your life, but it's never going to be structured. Like, it's always (laughs) going to be impromptu, right? You can't plan for the man to be there. He just has to appear.
1: Yeah, someone would have to really, really love you a lot to just organize (laughs) that and and make it happen.
0: Love or just really want to like freak you out for the day? It's got to be one of those sides (laughs) of the spectrum oh that's great
1: yeah well you know those birthday um those birthday troupe where it's often like a mexican crew and they come in with the guitars and they'll <laughs> yeah. play some yeah. kind of birthday song that that's what i'm picturing right now but but in my bedroom
0: yeah a mariachi band but they're all playing dreamweaver by gary Wright's. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> <laughs> oh that's strange well, this day sounding good already man. oh it's sounding great <clears throat> Chuk-a-siki. It gets even better because after you have the pump up song, you're feeling a bit peckish. So you've got to go uh, for your favorite meal in your local area. So for you, where would you go for your perfect meal?
1: Wow. For a breakfast vibe, I would say um, Roadhouse in in Byron is a really good breakfast spot. Um, they just have such a such a wide range of morning beverages that you, you wouldn't usually... Um, expect to see on the menu so
0: okay tell what's what's the strangest thing on the menu
1: well they just have um they have a whole range of like mushroom tonic drinks and bone (laughs) broths and um, all these different ways of, of coffee being done and then they have a a um like a chilled a chilled section where they have um i can't i can't think of what they're called but but quite abstract drinks and drink combinations I
0: mean nothing. Yeah. Nothing, sh- nothing shouts breakfast like bone broth and mushroom tonic. I've, I, I never in my life have I heard of these things for breakfast.
1: That's Byron Bay. Byron Bay in a yeah. nutshell. You you you'll get them. Yeah,
0: that's so true. You just rock up with your surfboard <laughs> and you have some mushroom tonic. Um, have you given them a go? Like, is is that your, is that your go-to drink when you go to Roadhouse?
1: Yeah, I've tried. I've tried quite a few things on the menu. I think my. My current one is the um, the Cayenne cacao. It's like this chili chocolate uh, drink.
0: Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, that
1: that kind of gets you perked yeah. up. Um, that's my go-to at the moment.
0: See, but that sounds nice. Like chili and <laughs> chocolate is a great combination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bone broth is just like, <laughs> it's just not what I would expect with my bacon <laughs> and egg roll. <laughs> Only, only in Byron. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Okay. So, what's your go-to order when you go to Roadhouse? Like, what are we? What are we talking here for? For the food?
1: They have a. Um, it's like it's a variation on scrambled eggs and chorizo, kind of big breakfast vibe. But they've got some nice um, additions with. I think it's like uh, almond, shaved almonds, and and cauliflower pesto sauce. This kind of special grain sauce that they that they use that sounds yum it's um it's nothing nothing out of the ordinary but but it's good it's consistent
0: i love how you're so clearly from byron because you're saying nothing out of the ordinary with shaved almonds and caulival <laughs> pesto like that is <laughs> That's incredible. Like that is not something that I would just see at my local, my local chicken shop. You know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you. Well, I guess my my other option. I was thinking, um, Terra Twilight in in Collingwood in Melbourne, and their breakfast options are quite bombastic. You know, like they they really kind of push the envelope.
0: So I don't want to I don't want to ruin your day, mm-hmm. but you if you went with Terra Twilight, you would be the third person to go with Terra Twilight wow. this season alone. Wow, like, there you go. I've never. I've never been, but I, I think I have to go. I think we have to stick with Roadhouse though, because Terra Twilight. We're, we're essentially a marketing campaign for them <laughs> at this point. Like we're yeah. doing some great promotion for them. Everyone loves the bowls there.
1: Yeah, yeah. By the sounds, but yeah. Okay, well, let's stick with Roadhouse. I'm I'm happy with that.
0: And you can get the big brekkie with almond cauliflower pesto. That <laughs> sounds like a great combination. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get some mushroom tonic to really perk you up. But really, it's the uh, cacao and and chili. Uh, Drink that you want to to really spice up the morning.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is sounding good.
0: Okay, now if you could go anywhere in the world, you know, you could pie in the sky, you just teleport there. Where would you go? Where's the best meal that you've ever had? Oh. It's not an easy question. I'll tell you that. It's definitely a hard question, but is there something that sticks out for you that you went there and you're like, okay, this is a game changer for the rest of my life?
1: Well, it's it's nothing nothing international. But for my for my birthday this year, I went to um, Bang Bangs in Byron again, and that that really was uh, was pretty spectacular.
0: I'm assuming Asian food.
1: Yes, Asian fusion. You've okay, noticed, on.
0: okay. What what are their what are their go to dishes? Their signature Bang Bang t- dishes.
1: <laughs> well, the idea um, at at this restaurant is that you kind of share plates with with whoever you're with and so you end up um having a a good variety of of dishes i remember the the pork belly was pretty standout
0: yeah okay delicious i feel like i feel like when you go to those places there's a perfect number and i don't think we've reached it yet on this podcast for like a sharing group for me i think it's got to be like eight eight is probably the perfect amount so you try everything on the menu. Do you have a perfect amount of people that you would go with so that you make sure that you can try everything that you want in Bang Bangs?
1: <laughs> well, I only had three people there. So we, um, we, yeah, we didn't get through the whole menu. Yeah, okay. But uh, I, I hear you on eight. I think eight sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, it's just a nice, you know, infinite number. It's, you know, lucky in Chinese. So that's also a good thing.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: yeah it could work well. It is funny when you said bang bangs I was like it's either Asian food or it's a Flint Flintstones themed restaurant <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed that it's Asian food but you know we'll take it well, well that's take. a
1: good idea I feel like that's a good restaurant concept right there
0: yeah, but what would you sell like dinosaur meat like what what would be <laughs> what would be on a Flintstones menu?
1: I'm just imagining what the staff would be wearing more so than Asian yeah, yeah
0: that's true everyone everyone. <laughs> dressed up as as fred and Wilma. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you've ever tried and this is such a tangent but they actually have like pebbles and uh like bam bam um like fr- like fruit loop cereal uh, and it's just like very different colored like pebble like sugar essentially uh that is i'm sure banned in most places because it's like just sugar but i don't know if you've ever mm. se- seen that in the stores it's it's insane delicious but insane
1: is it is it flintstone themed or
0: yeah it's Flintstone theme so they've got like Fred on the front with like (laughs) it's not I should have probably probably should have said that that it's a Flintstone theme just like randomly pebbles that you eat that are made of sugar
1: yeah no I haven't tried that one not sure I will anytime soon but it's good to know it's out there
0: yeah look I advise against it if I if I assume not not the best thing I've ever had now you know you've had a big meal you're feeling really satisfied the day's going pretty well so far but like ferris bueller you've got to have an adventure in the afternoon so you can do anything with anyone what would you do on your perfect afternoon
1: off wow see these are big questions um and we i go feel deep like here. I'm,
0: you know we're not, yeah. we're not a superficial podcast we need to ask these <laughs> life changing questions really get deep into people's personalities <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like my imagination is is really keeping me um, keeping me hostage in this one because I, I really just lean into um, things that I do already. You know, go down to the beach, have a swim, have a walk, have a kind of you know debrief of the day. Um, I feel like in, if this was my my ideal, I would I would have my imaginary dog. Um, okay. But, but yeah, as far as you, you've given me the whole world and I've, I've really just given you um, my everyday afternoon.
0: No, but that's great because, to be honest, some <laughs> of the best afternoons we've had is people doing things that they just love that they already do. Going to the beach with your mm. imaginary dog uh, is, is a strange one, <laughs> mainly because <of> the imaginary <laughs> dog part. Does, does the imaginary dog have a name and breed or is it just like there is like the idea of a dog?
1: Well the reason I brought this up was because yesterday I went for a walk in the afternoon and these two dogs came out of somewhere and they just tagged along. <laughs> yeah. And That's great. I continued to walk and they just they just kept coming with me and I turned back and I came back home they're still with me at my door. They're asking for a drink wow. of water. We're kind of we're <laughs> hanging out and I'm you know the sun's going down and I'm thinking well, these dogs <laughs> don't belong here. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, they are not mine but you know we were,
1: we were playing fetch and I was, I was I was feeding them and it was it was just a little glimpse into how it would be to, to have a, have some dogs and take them for a walk.
0: I've got to ask though, if someone came up to you and they offered you food, water, and a game of fetch, would you <laughs> like how would you not follow them? Because I know for me I, I would be on their tail the rest of the day. I'm like this is this is the gravy train.
1: Absolutely. Well, I feel like I didn't, I didn't offer them the whole world from the, from the start, but, um, but once we kind of became friends, you know, I I felt like, I felt like I was, you know, felt like we were a part of something together. and, (laughs) And so it all kind of, it all kind of, you know, flowed on from there.
0: Um, I'm glad that you had a great afternoon with it, uh, with these two lovely dogs. (laughs) Um, but I feel like their owners probably had the exact opposite afternoon. They're like, where are my beautiful two dogs? They've disappeared. I know they're cheating on me playing fetch with someone else. (laughs) Did, did they go home at the end of the day?
1: I actually had to drive them back to their, their general area because, um, they were showing no signs of leaving. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they'd set up a tent like you know they'd pitched a fire like they were they were ready for the long haul yeah
1: yeah
0: have you ever had a dog before or is this just something that that you're hoping to to do in the future
1: you know i had a i had a childhood dog and i think one of these dogs reminded me of of jasper that was my dog as a kid so i feel like there was some kind great of great name great um, name there was some kind of connection there yeah
0: yeah, they were like the embodiment of Jasper, so that's why they were tagging along. I feel like sometimes dogs—no, no, this isn't even a joke. This is fully serious. Where dogs like really capture your previous dog and they follow you around and have like this connection with you, and it's just so like un- unexplainable.
1: Mm. Well, I was thinking, like, I was calling him. I was calling him Jasper too, and I thought about Santa's little helper too. Is that not the? Do do the Simpsons not get a a second dog the exact same as their first dog? Is that that what happens?
0: I can't remember after Santa's Little Helper because there's a whole dealing with death one. You thought Maud Flanders was enough to deal with death, but they had to go with Santa's Little Helper as well. (laughs) I actually don't know. I mean, they're up to season like 40 now with the Simpsons. So I'm sure a lot has changed since the glory seasons of three to eight. Um, But I don't know if they did replace Mm. Santa's Little Helper. I'm sure someone will will pull me up on this. I think
1: there was a Santa's Little Helper too, but but um yeah okay. we need the fact checkers
0: in here honestly. yeah we do we do i mean next we're going to say that maggie <laughs> didn't kill mr burns and then, and then we've really got a case on <laughs> our hands we've got some issues you know?
1: well flashbacks
0: yeah i know right um so look you're going to the beach is there a beach for you or is it just your sort of local beach that is like just the perfect one for you on a beautiful like afternoon
1: yeah, well it would it would depend where I was. I've moved around a lot um, the last kind of twelve months, so I'm, I've I've kind of become a bit malleable with, with choice of beach, but um but the wreck in Byron Bay on a on a nice spring afternoon doesn't disappoint.
0: Yeah, I mean Byron Bay, known for being beautiful and having great beaches. So I, I think that's a fantastic choice, mm-hmm. um, especially with your imaginary mm. dog. Um, what is the name of your imaginary dog?
1: <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't have a name for it. I, I rolled with Jasper 2 yesterday, but I feel like <laughs> yeah. I could become more um, creative with that.
0: Yeah, okay. So for now, it's Jasper, Jasper 2 because we're <laughs> modeling off The Simpsons, but could it could be more exciting in the future. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll come up with something better.
0: I will. I'm excited. You'll have to let me know so that we can include it uh, in the podcast. I'll do an edit version 2.0 where we update it and just bleep out Jasper 2 and replace it with, you know, Thaddeus or, you know, Onyx or whatever the name of your dog may be.
1: <laughs> Let's call him Gary Wright.
0: I think we got Okay, we've got Gary Wright with you for the day. Now, we asked the question Do you want a cameo? Is there someone that you would want to do the walk with? Or is this a day where you just want to spend it with you and your dog?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the solitude at this point. Mm,
0: I, I think that's the perfect choice. I feel like having someone with you, talk <laughs> talking at you while you're trying to have a nice walk on the beach and just be immersed in in the world. It's probably not the right vibe. It's definitely more a solitary activity.
1: Mm, yeah, I'm with you on that.
0: <gasps> let's, let's go through your perfect day off and you can tell me how it sounds to you. So <laughs> you start off the day in your worst possible job. You're in KFC, you're getting paid $6.20 an hour. Uh, Dad hasn't started paying you yet, so you still have to turn up and eat that plastic riddled zinger, uh, zinger chicken. But thankfully today, you've fallen through a trampoline, which ironically has happened just yesterday. Um, so you can't go to work for the day. So you've got the day off. How good? Um, you start off with the slow ease in with Dreamweaver by Gary Wright, who's playing on your... Right next to your bed, just sitting there with a the guitar, uh, easing you into the day, <laughs> and then you go to Roadhouse, have the big brekkie, almond and cauliflower pesto, chili cho- ch- a chocolate drink. It's delicious start to the day. Maybe a mushroom tart making some bone marrow. Who knows? We'll get spicy. But then <laughs> in the afternoon, you've got a dog. It's not imaginary. It's real. The name is, insert name here, that I will edit after. Um, but you're walking along the beach in Byron. How does that sound? You go for a swim as well because it's a beautiful day. How does that sound for your perfect day off?
1: Yeah, it sounds fantastic. I was there with you when you were explaining it. It was really nice.
0: Yeah, you felt it. I mean, besides Gary Wright playing in your room, I think the rest of this, very manageable. That's the only part that I'm like, I think we would struggle to make this happen. Uh, but I'm I'm committed to, to trying.
1: Yeah, it does it does sound very achievable. I think that's um I think that's part of why I could I could feel it. It was um mm. it was right there, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. I mean, it sounds great. To me, it's something it's simple, but it's it's perfect. AKA Louis, thank you so much for coming on Chucking a Siki. Kick it has just dropped last week. We're absolutely loving it. Thank you so much for coming on Chucking a Siki.
1: Thanks so much, Harry. Cheers.
0: <laughs> Chuck a Sikki. Well, there you have
1: it. The perfect
0: day off for a.k.a. Louie. A fantastic excuse of Broken Trampoline. Uh, one that we've never had before and probably will never have again. Um, I also loved Getting Serenaded by Gary Wright. So I felt like that was a beautiful way to start the day after you've fallen through a trampoline. As I mentioned before, A.K.A. Louie's latest single, Kick It, is out now. Make sure to stream it on all of the music platforms. It is an absolute banger. Absolutely love his music, so make sure to check that out. Now, this is actually the final episode for season one. We've made it through a whole season of Chucking a sickie with so many fantastic guests and don't worry we will be back for a season two but we wanted to say a huge thank you from all of us at chucking a sicky headquarters for listening to the podcast we couldn't do without all of you listening we can't wait for season two we've got some very exciting names coming up i can't even wait till we start dropping those episodes but for now join us next time for another perfect day off on chucking a sicky